What's up? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? What's going on, How you doing, Toby? How you doing, Joseph? Can you hear me? Yeah. I'm okay. You sound about as excited as <laughs> you normally sound. Well, that's about as excited as I am. You, you was at the track, so you should be excited. Yeah. I blew up my engine. <laughs> nice. What, what did you blow? Um, uh, actually the piston incredible i'm doing some testing for my engine tuning video so i was trying something and yeah i blew it up you blew, toby, you blew up your engine a few a little while ago didn't you toby yes i did put a hole in it oh god so we got Pretty two guys there's uh parts of my piston right there oh yep oh uh, yeah well, you definitely blew that up <laughs> I don't know. So let's get this. I don't think we're going to get much people today because it's a little early, but we did do this a little earlier to try and well, Joseph, it's 10 o'clock where Joseph is. Um, so, but anyway, I say we get into the intro. Oh, hold on. And uh, we, we get this going. What do you guys say? Sure. Sounds like a plan. Nitro is the glory. Welcome to the No Name RC Podcast with your host tonight, Keenan White, aka Lefty the Great. And if you are unlucky, the Finnish village idiot, JQ. This is the RC Podcast with no name, but plenty of content. So sit back, relax and get ready for some serious bench racing. Yes, indeed. Nitro is the glory, but E-Buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 91 of the No Name RC podcast. I'm your host, Keenan White, a.k.a. Left of the Great, and this is the NNRC hotline slash JQ Facebook Live slash Mugen recap with Toby Hampson. And Joseph is already clicking on that damn mouse, which I'm going <laughs> to shove where the sun doesn't shine because I can hear it. His you know, you I can hear it. I can hear it. It's very it. aggravating. So welcome, everybody. Please share this podcast. Um, first off, before I go on, I'd like to say thank you to Toby for coming on. He did provide some some great video of of the race as well. I want I got to shout out RC Jars to Kevin Winters because he did a good job of covering it, too. Yep. You know, you guys had more coverage at this race than all the races I've seen for a while since DNC. And it was all done out of pocket by you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was kind of like a nationals level event. So that was what really was making me want to, you know, put the extra effort in. I think Kevin too, you know. Yeah, Kevin Kevin had some good videos. And Raja. Raja was there. Um, I don't know his real name, but Raja on, I don't have his real name on, his whole name on YouTube. But check him out. Check out RC Jarrett. Check out Toby Meister, 46 RC. Uh, thank you guys for bringing all the coverage. It was great. I've watched that main like two, three times now because it was really good. Um, before we go any further, I want to shout out to all the NNRC squad around the world. Thank you guys. Without you guys, none of this is possible. Please like and share this. And um, shout out to the patrons on Patreon that support us. Without you guys, we can't have this studio. We can't have this nice gear and we can't bring you these lives. So thank you to the patrons. Patrons of Patreon, if you wish to be a patron, check it out in the written description. And of course, shout out to the awesome companies that support us, which are RCMX, Techno RC, which brings you the hotline here later on. We will open up the hotline in a bit. JQ Racing, Beach RC, Pop Police Traction Tonic, 
manscaped.com. Remember, cut through the jungle and find your manhood. Get your, you know, trim up those balls nice and clean without nicking your nuts. Rob's Oil for all your Amsoil products. Shout out to JQ Threads. Uh, they are a, yeah, I just, because I think JQ Threads is awesome and what they stand for, I'm about. And Wally Buds, of course, my co-host is usually with me on this. And a shout out to Wally Buds. I always say Wally Buds, you know. You know what it is? Because the the Bermuda reggae artist, Kali Buds. So I'm always saying that. Wally Builds. Sorry. Sorry, Wally. And I want to shout out to Connor Connor Ehlers at Dulliff Cranes for his support as well. I appreciate that. Dulliff Cranes is coming on as a as a as a somewhat sponsor of the podcast. So uh, shout out to Connor Ehlers. I appreciate that. And um, yeah, we will open up the hotline here in a bit, but we're going to talk a little bit about this Mugen Challenge race, which happened this weekend. Uh, I will tell you, it was, I think that 45-minute main was super exciting to watch Mayfield and Cole go at it almost the entire main. I enjoyed the track. Even though I wasn't there, just looking at the track, it looked nice. Um, this is where the Nationals was going to be, and Joseph is continuing to click his mouse. Right, Joseph? That was a pen. Okay, a pen. <laughs> Same difference. What's up, everybody? Um, share this, please. <laughs> well, he says Wally should start a cannabis brand, Wally Buds. Well, you know, that's the Collie Buds guy. He's, <laughs> he, uh, that's, you know, that's his thing. So what's up, Ashton Abdul? What's up, Josh Andrews? Just shout out to a few people here. Vin Manchanda. I probably said said that wrong, but he's a Northeast guy. What's up, Enzo Albertonidi? I butchered your name, Enzo. Sorry. Almost made it. I was talking to Enzo earlier. He was so close to bump into the A-main. So close. Uh, Barry Baker. Yeah, it was. Barry Baker. Barry we got. And he says, not really. What's up, Zach? <laughs> clean Freak. Go check out Clean Freak. Get you guys some Clean Freak. SJ Chandler tuning in from the, the, the UK. Adam Reavy. Reavy, what's up, Adam? Ashley Patterson. S, Mr. S-Works himself. He should be over the moon. Over the moon that Cavallari won. What's up, Richard Moore? What's up, Frankie Barbecki? RC Kevin. Hey, we got... We got Atkins Diet in the house, Joseph. He came here just to see you. He made some money somehow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to try and do something a little new. If you guys have not seen this race, um, Toby was there. He he videoed it. He he went deep. Derby, let's, let's, get, let's talk about that a little bit, Toby. You went in there with your own girl, and you, you broadca- broadcast this race as well as raced it. That was really hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't too bad. A little challenging, you know. I mean, I wish I could do more, you know, spend more time following cars and stuff with the camera. But, you know, basically just got it set up there and uh, try to stream to Facebook and uh, Live RC at the same time. And then, you know, just, you know, between races, run over there and try and, you know, follow some cars around, that kind of thing. Unfortunately, the stream did go down for the A-Main. Like yeah, typical live RC fashion. I'm, uh, yeah, I know. It's uh, I'm real bummed about that, you know, because I was all jazzed up, ready to go, and I even did a little, little Facebook live of myself, just you know, kind of hyping it up, you know, because you know the, the driver's stand was loaded with all, uh, you know, um, all the pros had flown in, and you know they were just prepping the track, and then like pretty much as soon as the race goes, the whole fucking thing goes down. And like, I was hold, I'm, hold, I'm holding the camera in one hand and looking at it on my phone, just like, shit, there's nothing I could do. So I'd already hit record as a backup on the camera. So I knew that I'd have a decent, you know, quality 
uh, recording of it. I could then post up when I got home, which is what I did. So, but it sucked. Yeah, but that's cool. At least we got the recording. I sent it to yeah. Joseph so he can watch. Joseph, you got I now understand why you're so low because you don't come close enough to the mic. I see how far away you're at the, at the mic right now. <laughs> I'm close to the mic. That's because like, I wasn't saying anything. Right. All right. Uh, if you guys haven't checked this out, it was an incredible race. The LCRC was the um, host race. They, they have this race for a long time. They've had the Mugen Challenge quite a many, quite a few years, correct? Well, I've been five years in a row, um, and that's all of that is on live time. So it's you know you can see the data. I'm not sure. Prior to that, maybe someone could chime in here. Who's, who's um... I can't remember, but for as yeah. long as I've been following it, it's been at LCRC. Yeah, I think it's always been there. I just don't know how long. Uh, yeah, 20, 2016 was the first year I went. Um, so I don't know beyond beyond that how often it ran. Didn't they have the Nationals there? Yeah, 2012 was the Fuel Nationals, and 2013 they did the ENATs. What's up, Chase Elrich? Yeah, dude. What's up, Gary Wright? Um, and, well, obviously the Nationals were supposed to be, be, be there this year, but due to COVID, they were canceled. So this was like the impromptu Nationals, almost. I mean, it was missing a few big names. But, I mean, we pretty much had all the top fast guys in, in eight-scale racing there in, in America, anyway. Pretty much five of the top five, you know, top 25 drivers were there. And then pretty much everyone else uh, was there except, what, uh, Tessman's. Um, who else? Oh, uh, Dakota. Yeah, no Fen, no Tessman, no Tebow. Right. So yeah, I would Tebow. say three guys. Cav, mm-hmm. no Cav. He was on a roll. But let's talk about it. How was the um? Who was setting the pace from the from the get go? Uh, who was fast? It was two qualifiers correct? Yeah. Um, it's pretty much. I mean, yeah, Mayfield, obviously straight to the top. Um. And I think he TQ'd all three, all three classes. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, it was uh, Rifkin was real close. Um, just putting up the results. Seth Vandalen was doing. Cole was doing pretty good too. I think he started second on the grid. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was second. Um, Vandalen was third in buggy. Um, to start, Rifkin fourth, and Joe Vaughn was five. So it was How did five. you? This is your first time seeing uh, Seth freaking Van Dalen in action, Toby? Yep, yep. What did you think of him? Uh, I mean, he's pretty wild, you know. I mean, the stuff he does with the car is pretty incredible. But he's kind of, I was just thinking about this earlier, kind of reminds me of what Mayfield was like when I first got in the hobby, like maybe 10 years ago, you know, kind of wild, you know, fast as hell, but just would, you know, drive into all kinds of mistakes. Whereas, you know, Mayfield now just is super calm and collected. Just, you know, didn't really, his car didn't really get out of shape. He had very minor bubbles, you know, in that 45-minute main. Which, so. Yeah, which was, I, honestly, I haven't seen two guys battle an entire main like that for a long time. Yeah, Cole it was about, about about a third in. They just went at it and it didn't stop. It's amazing. I, Cole just, I think at the end of the day, Cole just made too many mistakes. Had he not made those mistakes, he would have walked away from Mayfield. Yeah, I mean, he he made uh, on the left side of the track. You know, he pulled onto the sweeper. He got he got hung up on the pipe there. There's a quite a lot of dust on the sides of the track, and he would he would I guess he just got like one wheel in there and spun out at least twice, and then up on the top of the the step up, and that was really his only you know 
zoning issues, but then every time he'd pull right back on the bumper of Mayfield until the, like the closing three minutes when it was just, he fell right back like six seconds and that was pretty much over at that point. Um, yeah, we're going to, we're going to show one lap on this race that I, that I think defined a lot. Uh, and I want to get Joseph's opinion on this because he loves talking about takeouts, right? But first, uh, I wanted to talk to you about uh, the kid mechanic who I thought had the best name. Never seen this this young. I don't know who he is. Don't know anything about him. Very surprised to see him in the main. And of course, your your, your local fast guy up there is Jason Schreffer. 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 Schreffler. Schreffler. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, so those are the, and the Carter brother. One of the Carter brother. Well, the Carter brother made it as well. He bumped from like the. Yeah, Brian, Brian, um, he bumped from all three B mains to all three A mains. Okay. So, the, you know, a big effort right there, you know. That was good to have some Northeast representation in that main. But who is this this young guy, mechanic? First yeah, he's that ass name. Yeah, he's a local guy, um, LCRC guy. He's always, he's always up top in the A, um, you know, for every big race they have up there or anything in the area, really. So, he's a, he's a, he's a fast kid. X-ray driver. Oh yeah, where did he end up? Let's see. Let me. I have some results here. Let's see where he ended up finishing. Yeah, sixth in the the buggy main. Yeah, he did. Ethan Mechanic, Ryan Mayfield, Cole Ogden, Spencer Hackett, Joe Bornhorse, Jared Wiggins. A good performance for Jared, actually. Yep. yep. Oh, Techno did pretty good. I just saw. I just really Bornhorse, a, a quiet fourth, Wiggins yep. fifth. Um. Van Dalen in 10th. Drake had issues this race as well. Um, Jacob Hardison making a trip up from Virginia to go to this yep. race. Good stuff. That's that's a pretty stacked uh, East Coast and West Coast main right there, I would say. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. All right. Um, let's let's see if let's see if this works, guys. I've now I've never streamed live, so hopefully this works and uh we can watch the first few minutes of this race and Joseph might get active her, but I doubt it. So this is from you, uh, yep. the Toby Meister on your YouTube channel. I downloaded it today. Cool. If you guys out in the stream world, if this is coming through for you guys pretty good, let me know. Uh, if it's too choppy, then we'll go forward. What's up, Big Ty? What's up, Danny Newman? Joseph, pay attention. I'm paying attention. All right. Uh, in the start, you can see these four cars just happen to pull away from the rest of the pack right away. Like, I believe that's Mayfield, Cole, or Mayfield, Seth, Cole, and oh, Rifkin. But I can't see the whole thing from here. Let me go to my screen here. Oh, let me sure. move the bar. Are you watching it? Yeah. Hold on. It's amazing when you watch these guys when they start. They're just all accordion up, you know. No one tapping each other. Perfect separation. There we go. I think the incident comes at about three minutes in. It's two incidents, actually. Seth goes flying. Well, we'll see. Seth goes flying off the track. Probably the end of this lap, I think. Uh, No, it's, I think it's the next one because Seth it's Seth has his accident and then and then um we have the incident with Cole and Rivkin. 
If you guys want to yeah. see this, you can go to YouTube and check it out on the what's your channel again, Toby? Uh, it's going to be YouTube slash Tobermeister. Okay. There you go. Remember this uh, this part go. of the track, people, right there. It's the next oh, lap. No, you're right, next lap, yeah. And then Bandana has issues after that. These guys are flying. Look at them, like. That is that is Van Dalen in second, actually, Joseph. Well, now he is, yeah, because Ogden crashed. Um, well, that's the next lap. See, we're, we're all wrong. Oh, that's I mean, right, because they're, they're running third and fourth, right, I think. See, Joseph, and I thought you didn't pay attention when I sent you the video. But you did. Must be there's a, must be the, um, the autism. Make <laughs> you pay attention to certain things. Yeah, we got it. Only certain things. Yeah. Oh. No, it's this lap now coming up. Got to be. <laughs> yeah, because it's what two minutes thirty seconds in. So yeah. Here we go. Seth's gonna go off in this corner. Oh, he just. Did, oh yeah. Nothing. He didn't touch anything. There's, he just yeah, there's crashed. some dice little ruts over there. You can't really see them, but some surprise parts of the track. This looks like it was the hardest part. One of the hardest part of the track. Jumping up on that. Yep. Oh yeah, it was. So this is a this is a good incident, in my opinion. This is good. This is okay. I think that's fine. I think that's fine. Let's go back and have a look at that. Uh oh. Let's have another look at it. There we go. And that just ruined Spencer Rifkin's day after that. So go back and pause it right where that happened. Tell you what I think. Oh God! There we go. <laughs> I wish I could zoom. Let me see. Maybe I might be able to zoom in on it. Let's see. You don't really need to. Just pause it. The marshals are all looking the other way, unfortunately. There we go. Right there, Joseph. He just made contact with him. You know what? Actually, it is kind of hard to see. When before you paused it, it, it was ah. I think I can see. I agree with Miguel Velez. There is a hole there. What's up? Yeah, so. When we were thinking about the RCGP rules, this this would be the hardest kind of uh, incident actually to judge. Joseph, talk up a little bit. People can't hear you. But I think, but I think that if if you went with the sort of RCGP rules <clears throat> that we came up with, what it looks like here is in in the corner, Cole goes to the inside, and his his front tires are actually ahead of Rivkin's rear tire. So it would be deemed an aggressive, but but sort of legal pass because he doesn't hit Rivkin from the rear. It is that the reason why it becomes a harder case to judge is because it's basically a T-bone. Like, yes, yes, basically T-bones Rivkin and Rivkin crashes. So it looks really bad. But what actually is happening is Rivkin goes a bit wide. There's a gap for Ogden to go in. And he actually does break to try and avoid the contact, I guess. Like, it, it wasn't intentionally trying to take out Rivkin. I don't think so. 
But the thing is that his front tires are still ahead of Rivkin's rear tires. So, yeah. So this is... I, I could, I would, being completely impartial, I can see it both ways, definitely. But the difficulty is that these kind of situations, you need some sort of foolproof rule or way of dealing with them so that it's always the same decision because of some reason. So for example, if the rule is that if there's a gap that a car could go through and the contact is such that the car that's trying to overtake, their front tires are ahead of the other car's rear tires. So he's clearly, you know, there's clearly hope of making the pass and he isn't hitting the other car from behind, then it's okay. You know, there needs to be some sort of rule like that so that you can then look at all these situations and, and be <clears throat> somewhat consistent. If I was a referee, I would let this go. Well, from a re the referee's point of view, it's really difficult because this one looked really bad. It looked like a T-bone. Mm -hmm. If you play it back and you don't stop it, it looks like it's a penalty. So I think most good referees would definitely have asked Cole to wait there. And in any case, even if you say that it's okay, it's still a sort of, it's not the way that you're supposed to. Like a gentleman, a gentleman, like he should have waited, but shit, if he would have waited. It's the world championships, the drama that would ensue, if that's the last lap of a world championship for the win, like, it's not a good look. How do you feel about it, Toby? Yeah, I mean, watching it again, I mean, I, at the time, um, the race announcer wasn't looking, so he actually didn't know for like a whole lap that uh, Rivkin had gone from second to basically last. So, you know, I, I zoomed in on it right after this and I was like, damn, and it took a long time for the marshal to get there. Um, I guess, you know, as it was kind of like the early first you know, couple of minutes of the race, you know, I think that adds a little bit of context mm -hmm. to it. Like Jakey was saying, if it was like the last minute of the race or something, then it would be a lot more, you know, would have a lot more impact. But here, yeah, you know, less so. And obviously, you know, Rifkin got all the way back up to fourth again in no time and I think he had a really good shot at being on the podium had that not happened and had he not had some issues in the pits later on hey Joseph um can you bump up the volume on your mic uh I can hear you fine but the people in the stream say you're very low so uh I don't know maybe you can do something to bump your volume up Toby you're fine um yeah I don't I think like Joseph said if this was the last lap of the world's Cole would have probably got to stop and go or ask to give that position back. But, man, I'll tell you, uh, turn your, your earphones on a bit, Joseph. I'll tell you, it didn't stop. What? Earphones. Yeah, don't let my audio bleed through. Can you guys hear JQ better now? Say something, Joseph. Say something. Keenan's an idiot. <laughs> Can you guys hear Joseph better now? Let me know if he sounds better. All right. He, obviously, I think you sound better. But uh, it it didn't take away from the awesome battle that uh that Mayfield and and Cole had after this. Joseph, what did you think of their battle that they had? Yeah, I thought the race was really good, actually. 
Paul give us was a, a bit faster, clearly. But yeah, he made too many mistakes. So that that was that. That's he was always able to catch Ryan, uh, Ryan, so he had a bit bet, better pace, but that wasn't enough. Um, I think Cole needs to win one of these races, like soon. Um, you know, he was at Wicked Weekend. Her this 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 is a great result for him, but it could have been bad. He could have won this. He really like he should have won this, but if you take away his mistakes, he would have. Wicked Weekend. I think he came fourth. Um. He just, I think he just needs to win these races, man. Or well, this is his home turf, like, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Hasn't he won some of these already? He's won, like, I'd have to go look, but he's won some East Coast races, but not the bigger ones. And not Nitro Buggy. If only there was a place you could go online and see a Cole Ogden's race results. <laughs> Toby, let's talk about your blog that you really uh anything else you wanted to talk about or any did anybody have any questions from um from this race? You can go check it out. Uh Mayfield swept it. So that there goes my whole theory of Mayfield maybe getting slower. I was wrong. You had a theory like that? Yeah, Who we talked about that? it a couple of weeks ago and uh I think he needs to get some glasses for the nighttime. But then again, oh, no, he I raced that, yeah. He did, he did he did TQ at night too, so he must have said, like, fuck you, Keenan. I don't need glasses. Yeah, so, it seems too effective. I think this track just just kinda suited him as well. His type of track. It wasn't really too hard. What did you think of the track, Joseph? Would you, this is the type of track you would like to race on, I would assume. Yeah, this looks like uh my favorite track in America. <laughs> Without really? being there. No, yeah, this this looks like the kind of track that I'd enjoy racing. Come a little closer to the mic, Joseph. You're too far away. I can't be any closer than this. I want you to French kiss that mic, please. No. My, um, my hat hits it. Okay, yes. RC Jers. He won full brawl 2019. Uh, cool. But honestly, it didn't it rain? Yeah. All right. Um, cool. Yeah, cool. it was raining all through that main. Here we go. Her Barry, her, her the fabulous one tunes in. He says, sorry, we're going to block you for a minute, Toby. He says, Cole needs to drive the car to the limit, but not over what the car can handle. When he slows a little, he will win more. Mans, Cav, Dakota, Jared really overdrive what the car can give. In my opinion, no disrespect to Cole's ability. And I, I would agree with you on that, Barry. Um, yeah, we, Cole is a bit too ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's what I would say. Like he makes some uh, moves on the track, which are just a tad too ambitious. Can't get away with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could really see it at RC, the RCGP race in uh, Manila, because that track was so super cross. If you watch Cole, he was super fast there. But even in some of the races, you can when they follow his car, you can see he's like, wow, that's amazing. And then he flies off the track somewhere. And this race too, he just was pushing too hard and went offline slightly. Like he didn't stay yep. on the line. And it, when you went offline, you're in the dust. And then, yeah, then you end up in the pipe and whatever. That's basically how he lost the lead every time. There was Pretty no much. reason really to push that much. He was already fast. Everything was fine. Then he just went slightly offline. So, so, 
Someone yeah. says he's USA's Baruf USA's Baruffalo then. <laughs> Robert no, Maxwell. He, he's not that crazy. Baruffalo Baruffalo is on a whole different level of doing stuff on, on with cars. Yeah. So how about the the program? I heard the program ran extremely smooth. Uh the the owners ran a great program. It was a threat of rain. I did I wanted to see longer mains, like longer B mains and stuff. <clears throat> but with threat of rain coming, they got in. I heard it like 10 minutes after the last race had poured down, correct? Yeah, I mean, it, it's actually kind of a bit of a standing joke. The last, I think, four, three or four multi-day events that they've put on, we've had like this massive storm, literally like 10 minutes after we finished the last race. I don't know how, how they do it, but, um, you know, he's gone away with it. So, you know, we knew that there was some weather coming in on Sunday. Um, and obviously the, the number of entries, 484 entries was, you know, they had to make an adjustment for qualifying. It was originally going to be three rounds of qual points and they reduced it down to two, but increased all the heats to six minutes from five. So, you know, we all got a little extra sort of have time, you know, but it meant we didn't finish at two o'clock in the morning or three o'clock, which what was what we projected, you know, so, for three so rounds. How long was that? How long was the break between the qualifiers then? Um, probably 15 minutes, just enough to blow off and water track. Oh, I mean, be between the two rounds yeah. you got. So you were oh. once... uh, I think each round was about seven hours, six, seven hours. So yeah. probably that. Yeah. I mean, well, it's... it was 232 drivers, 483 entries. So still a good amount of participants. That's a decent size race. That's a big yeah. race. So three and yeah, three and a half hours for round one and uh probably about the same for round two. But I mean they move quick, you know, there's no waiting around. Um, you know, two minutes between uh each heat. So you know, they banged it out and then Sunday they knew there was weather coming, um, so they got they didn't do any water breaks, which obviously adds probably maybe an hour to the day, you know. So Yeah. But they'll get it all done real quick by four or four thirty. Well, yeah, they did a great job. <clears throat> um, great track. Was this going to be the, was this a layout they had planned for the Nationals? Do you know? Don't know. Yeah. Well, I think this would have made for a great Nationals track, to be honest. Very racy. Absolutely. Um, who are the owners of this track? They should, they should hold an RCGP. That track is badass. That would be awesome. Definitely. Uh... Definitely recalled it, RCGP. They definitely have the, you know, the facility is huge. It's, uh, you know, well equipped for, you know, that level of competition would be awesome. And it'd be three hours from my house, which is even better. There you go. There you go. <laughs> what did you, I, I wanted to know what you used to record all of this, to, to, uh, Toby? Um, um, basically, I mean, the, the, the biggest amount of work is, is, um, you know, is the, is the encoding and uploading of the, you know, the, the stream mm -hmm. to, to the, uh, to Facebook or whatever, you know, live RC Facebook or YouTube. Um, and it's just a little, basically it's just a little box that comes from China. It's like $160 encoder. Um, but it means you don't need to have like a separate PC or nothing or running OBS to do all of that, um, you know, encoding. So basically it's just kind of like a, you know, a regular kind of camcorder, um, it's on the high end side because I wanted to be able to control uh, the zoom with just like my thumb, you know, rather than having to hold the camera um, and, you know, have capabilities for a remote microphone, that kind of thing. So, you know, it was, it was, 
kind of like a budget effort, but I probably put a couple of grand into it, you know, just to, to get it, you know, the way I wanted it, you know, so there's always more you can do. Mm -hmm. I bought an external HD screen this time that sat on the camera so I could actually follow a little easier rather than staring into a tiny ass little camcorder screen. So yeah, it worked out pretty good but apart from the, <laughs> the loss of, uh, yeah, the loss of the, the well, that that always happens. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, if you if you look at you know half the, the struggles that Brandon goes through when he moves around these different facilities, you know, you're all you're all you're relying on the the tracks uh, internet. Uh, I mean, they've got they've got decent internet there, LCRC, but the infrastructure going from basically where I stand at the end of the driver stand all the way through to the the actual router within the building is kind of an unknown and something was going on with that you know that path where i was basically sending the stream and it was just stalling and hanging up and that's when i lost the feed that's why i was, I was trying to restart every five hours or so or you know just to limit that chance but yeah just crapped out right before the main so it was, it was pretty going yeah but that's cool man at least like i said at least you got the recording um <laughs> and rc jers and of course raja was doing his thing so I, we appreciate it, man. It was, you know what? It was better coverage than what we got from Wicked Weekend, which was no offense to my buddy JB, but, you know, <clears throat> and we appreciate it because honestly, you did, you and, and Kevin did a great job of covering it. Uh, we was able to watch the entire battle and see the mistakes and all that type of stuff. So, no, this yeah, is- Yeah, it would have been awesome if everyone could have watched it live, but, you know. All right, Toby. Well, I appreciate you 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 recording it for us. Jo Joseph, you have any more questions for Toby before we uh go into about your yeah? Or about anything? And in, and in, in, you read his blog this morning. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I agree about the whole thing about um, the different classes and having qualifying for all the classes. It would make much more sense to have fewer classes. And then if you want to have a 40 plus or junior race, just run the main for them. They still get the trophy. They still get to race. That's the real fun part. See, the problem right now is practice and qualifying takes too long. And it takes too long because there are so many classes that need practice and qualifying. And it also makes it, but see, this isn't why they do it, obviously, because they want more entries. And that's how they get more entries because then people want track time. So they run multiple classes. They even, some people sign up for a class that they aren't even really intending on racing. They just do the practice, maybe a qualifier or two, if they need to tuning engines or something, and they don't care about it. They don't even race their main necessarily, but it's just a way to get track time at the race. I just think it's wrong. And then there are those drivers who can't race another class. So, I mean, many of the pro guys, for example, they can't race 40 plus because they aren't old enough. They can't race a lower class, so they can only race that one. So it's just, yeah, it's just stupid how it is, but I've said it so many times, so. Yeah, it's going to be hard to kind of go back on it. You know, people, uh, people like the fact that they can run two classes, old folks like myself. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, like hard you, to text. Go ahead. it's hard to change things. Um, we, we know that for a fact, uh, you went, you did the RCGP race in California. You got oodles amount of race time and track time there. Yeah. 
and I until people actually can do it, they they won't know. I think. And and uh, did you make the forty plus man? I can't remember. Uh, no. Okay. Unfortunate, but you still got plenty of track time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mad mad track time. Um, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Barry says raise the age up to fifty plus. Uh, Mark Calandra, isn't he? That's Mark Calandra. Who who owns this track again? I I, I forget. Kevin Kevin Moma. Okay. Wife, All right. Mark Calandra owns a track as well, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, I think he. Trains. Yeah, CFC up in um in Rome, right? Okay. So they have right. the, the Rumble in Rome is uh, next weekend up there. Okay. Are you going to that? Nah, no. Nah, I'm still exhausted from last weekend. I mean, we. It was a five-day event out there, LCRC, because they do um, on Wednesday they have like a mechanics clinic, and then Thursday Drake does his um, his drivers clinic, so, and then you know we. How was that? How was it? It was cool. Clinic? Yeah, I've done it before. Um, you know, you, it, it's it's uh, about five, four, five-hour day. Um, you know, Adam will take everyone out on a you, know, you get a track walk with him for about an hour. You know, so there's all. All skill sets people sign up. It's basically it's a you know, go online, sign up fifty bucks, first twenty people effectively. Um you walk the track with Adam, you know, it's it's super helpful, you know. Um and then after that we we get kind of like a guided practice session with him. Um a couple of rounds of that, and then we take lunch and then we kinda of have an open practice session and and um you know, you can ask him questions or whatever, have him drive your car, tune your engine, that kind of thing. So you know, it's useful, and obviously, it's you know, you're you're kind of the first guys to get on the track too. So it's you know, you sign up, you get that extra track time too. Oh, there you go, Joseph. You got to step up your 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 game there. How, who did the um, mechanics clinic? Was it Drake? Uh, Ke- who else? No, it was Kevin, um, the owner, and um, one of the local guys. Um, okay. Who uh, he's, he pits for Cowboy Riser? I forget his, his name. Sweet. You know who else we forgot to touch on was Lutz. Lutz, his first really, really big race. Um, He was up to second at one point. He had some flame outs. His religious convictions allowed him to do this race. I knew you was (laughs) going to say something. I knew it. I just knew it. Yeah, no, he did good. Yeah, he was right up there. Um, Unfortunately, his second pit um, was an issue, I believe. So he uh, fell back down. But uh, I want he's going to be at Sumter this weekend. Uh, what's up, Kobe? Yes, he'll be at Sumter and he will be doing a driver clinic there. I believe it is the um, USRC race they have in there. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my boy, Corey. Left tire salute. How you doing? Christian uh, <laughs> says, ouch, man, Toby, I thank you for bringing this to us. Uh, uh, if we didn't have this, we would have had a very this such a great race and we couldn't have seen it. So. Um, thank you for for doing that. I greatly appreciate that, man. I know you, you didn't know, have we to. We talked about pit stops on the podcast. I don't know if it's released yet, but it was. Yeah, funny. I released that this morning. Mayfield had the same issue. Mayfield had had uh, less than stellar pit stops. He also lost the lead in the pits, and he lost time during during his pit stops compared to Ogden. Yeah, Cole was definitely ever so had the edge there, definitely. Yeah, the only difference is when Mayfield messes up, he doesn't uh, mind fuck himself like you do, Joseph. Well, that's kind of why I brought it up. But yeah. it wasn't Mayfield messing up. He didn't mess up, did he? Pit guy was just slow. 
Yeah, but you messed up going into your pits. If you want to hear all about that, you can no, listen to I episode. Didn't mess up going to my pits. Uh, you just, you, you just get every single thing wrong. Oh, Even God. when you here try and like get me or something, you still I'm, fuck it up. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Try even. I can't remember. Sometimes when you start draining one, I forget what you say. Right. All right, Toby. Uh, do you want to shout out to anybody before we um, we're gonna go into the hotline here and take some Facebook questions and stuff like that? Um, you can hang around if you want, if you want to be a part of it. But I think they're gonna ask this this guy right here. Yeah, definitely. Um, shout out to all the the local rage races in the region. Um, so uh, that's the the guys at Critters, which is my local hobby shop down the street, just a twelve mile twelve mile drive. That's my indoor. Off road track. Um, all the guys up at the barn. I don't know if you know Rohan. He runs a great, mm-hmm. great program up there. Another, another big track, um, eight scale track. Uh, the guys at Trains and Lanes, which uh, another track out, heading on the way out to LCRC, and then obviously everyone out at LCRC and uh, all the races in the region who went to that. Um, and of course, forty six RC. Yeah, which is you know that's kind of like my. What you call it, kind of like a marketing promotion brand that kind of evolved into what it is today, which you know is kind of like a bit of bit of like race media coverage and, and marketing media, was, you know, kind of event sponsorship and stuff like that. So uh, there's another big race coming up at LCRC in um, September, September 21st through 23rd, I think it is. It's the East Coast Race Against Cancer. Um, so I'll be there again. Probably um, you normally get a pretty decent crowd of you know big regional races there so some of the guys you've seen in the weekend challenge will be there so i'm hopefully covering that and hopefully i can weed out these uh streaming bugs and maybe people actually be able to watch the mains yeah man i appreciate that um i want to get up to this race i was just talking to jb i was like we need he's always talking about going to lcrc so um i need a trip to america too need to get out of here for a little bit and um don't laugh joseph We'll see. I got my ticket to use. I just got to use it. So we'll see how things go. But I, I might come up. We'll see. Or the Halloween race, I was told. It's pretty good, too. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Toby. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Um, congratulations to Mayfield. Congratulations to Cole. It was an impressive race. Mayfield's sweeping, man. Sweeping. Mayfield's back. Mayfield's back. But I still think Fenn has to fulfill my prophecy. And... Um, I guess we're going to go into the uh, NNRC hotline here. So we're going to take some... Uh, uh, Toby, do you want to hang around? Or? Yeah, hang around. if you don't mind, I'll hang around for a bit. Sure, no problem. You might be able to, they might, we might get some questions for you. Cool. Am, I, am I building my e-buggy yet? Not yet, not yet. Um, I'm building my limited edition white buggy. I got the front clip done. So yay to me. Um, you know what? Let's, uh, let's do my intro because this is bought to you. By Toby's chassis uh, that he drives, actually. Techno. Techno RC. Techno RC. Techno RC is a premium manufacturer specializing in 8th and 10th scale high performance off-road RC buggies and trucks. Visit www.technorc.com for a complete catalog of their products. Techno RC. Excellence in engineering. Hashtag techno takeover. Thank you, Techno, for sponsoring the Techno RC. 
NNRC hotline. Um, <laughs> Barry Baker says, Toby, what is your honest opinion about JQ? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on. Well, what's I'm your just... dishonest opinion? What? Jeez. See, that's, that's the problem. You need. You always need to say what's your honest opinion. See, the what? presumption is if you just say what's your opinion, then people lie. Then right. you have to say what's your honest opinion. Like you shouldn't have to say that. Yeah. People don't tell me, hey, JQ, what's your honest opinion? No, they just say, what's your opinion? <laughs> I don't think anybody wants you to be honest, Joseph, because you just hurt people's feelings. No, they don't want do to, but I am. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I'm going to sign in her uh, if you guys want to check her. Taylor Wonders. Let's see. He has a question here. For pit lanes, a lot of tracks do a lot of things for their pit entrances and exits. Do you guys like the whoop sections or the chicanes for pit entrances, or should they just... Should they just let people pin it? Taylor is building his, his a new track up in uh, the Pacific Northwest, so he wants to know. I think they should let the people pin it, and then on the raised pit lane, they put a bar over it so you can't enter the pit lane fast. Yeah, you can you can drive in fast, then you have to slow down, drive the ramp, drive up the ramp so you don't hit the bar, and then same on the exit, so you can't just launch it going out because there's another bar there, so you have to. Slow down, go under the bar, and then accelerate. That's all you need. Yeah, that's what Kevin has LCRC, and it definitely works. Yeah. Any kind of speed bumps or chicanes or all of that, it just causes people to crash, make mistakes, and mayhem. And yeah. Yep. Okay, sorry, I'm just trying to sign in here. Toby Handsome, which Proline tires did you... Did you prefer and why and why? Also, which compounds did you run? Thank you. That's from Vin Manchada. Vin Moda. Um, well, my results don't really account for much. Um, I mean, obviously, the track evolved a lot um, from, especially on the mainstay. Uh, it was kind of like damp, humid as hell in the morning. Uh, and then once the sun came out, it dried up significantly. Um, so morning mornings for me was you know whole shots m3 whole shots um and in the afternoon moving over to s3 uh, i know a lot of people run a lot of different tires i know brian brian carter ran s3 whole shots in the main and they were bold when he was done um a lot of people were running side locks uh, s3 so yeah it's the challenging service you kind of need uh I always have a big mountain of tires on my on my desk when I'm done basing there. Sweet. Um, we the hotline is open. You guys can call uh four two four four one four six six seven two. I just pissed Savoya off about tires on Instagram. Uh, he posted a picture of his uh, AKA medium longwear uh, catapult. After forty five minutes, look they look brand new. He wrote, and I commented. If your tires look brand new after Remain, you had no grip. I mean, <laughs> it, let's face it. I mean, it's physics. If your tires don't wear out, it means they're not working. Well, I think you've done a few things to piss off Savoia. So, so. There's that, you know. Maybe All right. should have run us off the compound, had more grip, and maybe oh, like gosh, podium the race. Out. Just saying. <laughs> Miguel Velez, que lo que? Hello. What, what would be the signs of a racer to know that he or her is ready for expert class? 
Me, as an example, on the Mugen Challenge was four to five seconds from the pro pro pace, which I which I feel is intermediate territory. I would say you're in intermediate territory as well. That's what do you, you know, Miguel, Toby? I haven't met him uh, yet. Yeah, he's a good guy, a techno driver uh, in, in my region. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, you get you get obviously work on his consistency. Um, mm -hmm. You know, kind of like pushing yourself. I mean, you know, I I, uh, I put myself in the expert classes. I'm not particularly stunningly fast, but I I know just by being there. You know, I'm around faster drivers. It makes me drive harder and faster. Um, you know, pushes me to, you know work harder on the car and set up that kind of thing um so you know i think it's it's a you know, once you kind of get your program under control and you can kind of like find a consistency i think you also need to kind of um kind of push yourself a little harder as well you know to to get up to pace with others you know i would say if you're if you're not in the top five of that a main until you get into that then you stay there like even for sportsmen, if you're a top five sportsman or winning sportsman, then it's you do that for a year and then move up. So if I was Miguel, until I'm making top five or winning that, I would stay where I am. And and because the open class or the intermediate, I guess the intermediate class, I think of open intermediate, the middle class is still one of the most competitive classes in RC. In my opinion. Joseph, anything to add to that? No. <laughs> just get rid of the classes. That's what, that's his response. Chris no, Trudeau. Classes are fine. Just no need for too many of them. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Chris Trudeau, even though Joseph is an expert on everything, is there any advice or tech tips he has taught he was taught early on that he still practices or has become part of the JQ Bible? That I have been taught early mm -hmm. on. Um, what could that be? Um, I, I'm sure there's something. I'm trying to think what I was taught early on. We actually have a caller. I don't know. I don't, I'll have to think about that. I'll okay. Back to you. What up, Kenneth Pope? How you doing? Um, DeMarco, what's up? When are you guys next guys coming to Flowwood? Flowwood has bring the heat this weekend. So that's good. I I don't know who's gonna it's gonna be a battle between uh hot sauce and little bump, I think. Michael Woods. <laughs> if JQ was able to attend the Mugen challenge, does JQ think he could have beat Mayfield? Looking for his honest opinion. How no. I would have beat Drake. No, you you well, because he had problems. No, you. Oh, yeah. See, I, like I say, you just keep messing up every time. Even now, you messed up. What you mean? I yeah, messed I up. Yeah, you were saying you started saying that. No, you wouldn't. Then, you then I said, yeah, you would have beat him if he had problems. Yeah, Drake is just so so upted on you, dude. You you had your chance at Southern Nats many years ago in Truggy when you almost beat him, and then you you didn't listen to me on the tires to go out on. These tires are great. I said, no, your car doesn't look too good. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. This is exactly what you said to me. And then you went out there and you sucked. 
And even Cole, he used the same tires and he came off and he was like, those tires sucked. And I was like, I can't do this. So I just went like, like that. <laughs> and you just have, like Drake's just overtaken you since then. Ever since then, he's just stepped it up on the next level. He's winning 40 plus, he's doing all this type of stuff. And you, you're, yeah, you know, you, you completely mind screw yourself. Like, oh, I, I, I can't drive today. So my whole weekend's fucked. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah. The Marco even says, I remember that Southern Nets because you, yeah, you almost put blue, uh, you know, burnt down our pits. Um, we have a couple more questions here. We had one person calling in, but they hung up. It must have been Barry Baker because it's from Irvine. So I figured it was him. Um, who were her? Da, 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 da. So, Jake, uh, Kenneth Pope is pissed off at you, JQ, because he says he needs race reports and you're not on Facebook anymore. He was asking what happened to you at the Finnish Nationals. I told him, go listen to the podcast today. So, uh, Adam Reavy. What's your go-to clutch spring combination, or is it just a standard stock, stock, stock JQ clutch, clutch spring setup? Yeah, just normal. Two 1.1, 1, 1, 1.0. So, free shoe clutch. Stock hey, JQ clutch. I can't believe we don't have any of these Northeast guys not calling in. They must be all at work. Chris Trudeau, Drake has Ronda. Ronda went to this race, too. How'd she make out? She did pretty good. She um, uh, came pretty close in the truggy main in the B. She was uh, just like a one spot off a bump right at the end. It was a pretty good battle up, th- up front. Uh, Brian Carter um, and uh, another local guy. Um, she, I think she got up to third in the closing. Yeah, she finished third behind Carter. Uh, Gavin Gibbler won the race. Uh, Carter second, and then it was a three-way battle with David Harvey, but he fell back and Ronda took took home third. So she just missed it by one spot. You know what, Toby? I'm glad you're here, and we're talking about Ronda Drake and women racers because we talked about this in the podcast today. Hmm. You you watch you watch European racing, correct? Mm-hmm. So you know who Jessica Paulson is. You've watched her race. Yep. So we was trying to figure out who would win out of Ronda Drake and Jessica Paulson and Joseph. A certain bird flew in my ear today and whispered in my ear, tweet, 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 and he's listening to the podcast. Oh, Joseph forgets when Jessica Paulson beat him at Neo Buggy. You didn't say anything about that in the podcast today. You didn't ask. Yeah, but you quite, you you didn't add that it in. Was the Neo race in Spain. Yes, and she beat you. That was a huge disaster. <laughs> that's, that's like the story of your life since DNC. I don't remember that race anymore. I wouldn't want to forget it too. What do you think, Toby? You think who you think will win out of those two, the two female? I think they're t- the two top female eight scale racers in in the world, to be honest. Yeah, I've not seen Jessica run a lot, so um, I don't know. I mean, I think that uh, I mean Ronda's definitely seems to have stepped it up a lot recently. We got a couple of good. Um, There's a couple of other uh, noble yes. girl racers at Mugen. Jody Jody Ella, she's a local racer. Mm-hmm. Team Associated. She's really, uh, she's really getting fast. Definitely going to be a name to watch uh, in the Northeast. And obviously, and uh, Katie Roxbury, who um, travels with with Jared Wiggins, she's fast too. Actually, was racing her in the uh, in one of the expert buggy mains. So she's going to be, um, she's an HP driver. She's going to be someone else to watch. 
And uh, Katie Carmendi as well from the Southeast, from North Carolina. She's fast too. But Ronda practices so much. Like yeah. every time Drake goes to track, she's there. She's racing. Yep. Racing every weekend. I think she could beat you, Joseph. I'm, oops, sorry. Did I say that out loud? Joseph, I want you to get involved in this. See, look. She, she could beat most of us easily. <laughs> Joseph didn't like that one. Come on, Joseph. I like, just don't know. Like, I always get the feeling when people talk about uh, female RC races, I get the feeling that it's like the way I hear it is the same as they would be talking about the Special Olympics. Well, that's it's not that, Joseph. There's no reason for that. A woman Almost. can be just as good at RC as a man. There is no reason a woman should would be worse somehow. But people have it in their minds that 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 they aren't as good. Like it's some amazing feat if a woman is as good as a man at RC. Like, tell me what about RC makes it so a woman couldn't be as good? Can I answer that? It's because we have very little women in RC. So it's like, we don't, it's not something we get to see, like, come on. And you know, like, we don't get to see many females at RC races, period. So it's, it's, we, I want to see more women. I want to see minor, more minorities. I want to see more people of color racing. I want to see everybody racing, whatever. Um, but it's just, it's just like that. It's just so when a woman, when a, when a female or a woman comes along and she's fast, it makes it special, i.e. I Malin. We talked about Malin today on the podcast, how you thought she was the fastest if she would have kept on racing. She was on the road to being a pro. We've never had a female pro driver. You know, Gronda's the closest we've had. So um, it is a special, it, for now, it's a special thing until we get more fem- women racing RC cars. You get it? So that's why it's special. You know, it's, it's like you, you're special. And yeah, people, but my point, my point is that I get your point. I understand are, your point. Yeah, there are a few. Yes, I get it. But people seem to be like surprised because a woman is good. No, they sh- they shouldn't though. You do make a point because there is nothing yeah. physically limiting a woman from being fast and RC. Yeah, no shit. They just tend to have better things to do. Yeah, right. they don't want to be hanging around nerds in a field and getting all dusky <laughs> and yeah, exactly, and 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 doing all that stuff. That's like I would. My wife would never, ever, ever pit me. Like, mm-mm. I don't know. These guys who have these girls, these girlfriends that go to racism, wives—they truly are. They're, 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 they're winning in life. All right, we need some more questions. We need some more questions. What's going on, guys? Nobody's calling up. I know it's early. I believe Malin would have been top ten in the world if she kept racing. I think so too, Nick Jenkins. She would have definitely been on her way. Man, nobody's calling up. We ain't got nobody. Joseph, do something to make people call. I don't know. I don't it's... really give a shit, so no. See what I mean? <laughs> if you want to piss Joseph off, call up. <laughs> call up. Let's get some more questions. We got 48 people on. Not much going on. How is the uh, JQ Bible coming? I saw somebody mention it. So let's talk about that, Joseph. Let me check. Let me check. I'm going to check how many words. Are you, I how, thought you finished writing it. Pages yeah. I need to I, add the pic, add pictures. Kenny P, the number is right there. Scrolling across the screen. 424-414-6672. 
Enzo, I agree with you. RCGP East needs to be at LCRC. Oh, shit. The weather. When, when are the good months to go there? Um, probably May through uh, October. It's May through October. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 45,000 words. Jesus. That's a lot of words. Chris Trudeau, how, how is the build going, Keenan? Uh, I started, I did the first clip. I'm putting no oils in my shelf queen, so it's going very smooth and easy. And um, yeah, that's good. Uh, Mike Norris, not exactly. Uh, what's up, Mike? Third row janky shit. Not exactly a hot topic, but feelings on the Joker lane used in PMB. I didn't mind it. Some people got it confused. Oh, I wasn't there. I thought it made for exciting racing, but some people got confused. I think it would be better if for the main they had to use, since they can use it three times, then once every 10 minutes. But that's how they did it. Oh, okay. No, they did it. One full. Yes, yes, yes. But you could do it three times in a row, starting second lap. Yeah, but then you'd have to police that. So that would be hard. How about you, Toby? Did you watch PMB at all? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was super exciting, you know, the different strategies, you know. So, like, uh, I think it was that Truggy main, you know, when, when Tebow was about seven seconds behind Fend. The Fend had, you know, he'd still had two more Jokers in the bank. You know, it was, uh, you know, you could you could see kind of like the outcome, but it wasn't what the track showed right now, you know. Just showed Tebow out front, and then he had that, unfortunately, flamed. So, uh, kind of was all over, but it was. It was pretty exciting. I've heard other people talk about it. It would be good if the Joker was uh, kind of reversed, where it added time to your lap. That, you know, that might have been uh, interesting too. But I like it. It's cool. Cool. Chuck DeBellin. What's up, Chuck? Can you discuss if how gambling could benefit RC racing exposure, like horse racing? So I guess people betting on RC races. Hmm. I don't know. I never thought of that. I mean, people gamble on everything. Why not RC races? They would have to know that. Could, like, we need to get a fantasy league going for RC. I heard people always throwing that around, talking about it, but we haven't done it. I remember that. Uh, who was it? Who used to be the Kyosho team manager? Zach. Um, Zach. He he got that going before the Vegas Worlds. Um, you, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, he did. He was trying to do a fantasy league. What about you, Joseph? You've mentioned this to me before too. What do you think? Yeah, I think it would be good. It could be some. It could be interesting if it's done right. Even sort of non-RC people betting online because there's online casinos and betting websites, and they bet on all kinds of stuff. You know what? So I think why not RC? I think we need to uh, do start this fantasy league thing. You know, we got all this time. We should do it. Yeah, I wish we just had a race series where it would be, you know. There we go. Fantasy League for RCGP. Drivers and, and it would all make sense. And we'd have, you know, then co good uniform coverage of the races and all the information you need. And the Fantasy League would actually work. How would you do fantasy from Wicked Weekend? And you, no clue what's going on. Yeah, no clue. Don't even know um, who's there, really. Until unfortunately. Unfortunately. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Go on, Keenan. Yeah, do your fantasy league. Well, you should, I don't. I, I've never been in a, entered in a fantasy league in my life. I don't even know how they work. 
So that's that's the complexity with this, right? I mean, we don't have. Someone was asking me the other day. They 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 were watching some of these videos on um, when I was streaming it live over the weekend. Actually, I was talking to my chiropractor. Actually, he was watching it, which was kind of funny. But you know, he's like, so you know, is there like a World Series? You know, is there like a series? You know, that you're all doing, and I'm like, ah, you know, sadly not. You know, all these races are completely individual, and you know, idea who's going to any of them. So, you know, would kind of make you know that what? League concept kind of hard. I want you to send your chiropractor the driven, uh, the driven huh. video. Send that what video. he says. Oh, I'll do that. Because I'm interested to see what new people say. I've heard mixed results, mixed reviews on that. Some people think it's not going to get new people in. I think it's it's attention grabbing. So people will be like, hey, what the hell is this? So we shall see. Time will tell. We can't wait for episode number two. Can't wait. Um, But I know what's big right now is that no prep, man. People are winning lots of money doing that no prep stuff. Like, even when you don't win, you still can you can still race people and make side bets and all this type of stuff. So I think that's what's making it grow even bigger. Like Pete, the opportunity to win money. Like one guy says, I raced off-road cars for 20 years, never won a penny. Raced huh. one one afternoon and made 700 bucks. Damn. What's up, Paul Ticarello? I didn't know Jakey was still into RC. Life has been different since he left Facebook. Good and bad. Yeah, people people miss you, Joseph, but not the the don't don't even get the idea of coming back to Facebook. It's life is great for don't, me right now. Don't worry, I don't miss it one bit. I'm not going back. <laughs> yeah, you you'll just trigger people on on uh, Instagram right now. All right, well, new new YouTube career. Yes, let's talk about, about that. Let's talk about that. We got some uh, about that. We got some. He's getting all deep, Toby. We're gonna get some in-depth carb tuning videos. Um, he, he's 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 we. I've, he's been talking to me. He's starting a new YouTube tuning career. Let's talk. Tell me about that, Joseph. Tell us about that. We didn't talk about it too much on the podcast today. Uh, I just, I since I left Facebook, people have been asking about live videos, videos in general. And then I thought, well, maybe YouTube. Then I started watching a lot of RC content on YouTube. There's all kinds. And I noticed that there's something missing. There's a lot of info. There's a lot of sort of low hang hanging fruit, super simple entry level videos that you can do in five minutes. This is how you set your ride height. This is how you measure your droop. This is how you set your this and that, but it's like so basic. And I started playing the guitar just year ago, year and a half ago, maybe. And I'm just learning off YouTube. And the best videos that I found for guitar learning guitar are the ones which a complete beginner can watch. But it's not just that this is how you pluck a string and tune your strings and no, it's the basics but it goes further than that it goes deeper than that so that sort of next level of understanding and learning is missing from the rc videos that i found there's very little of that so there are for example i'm starting with the engine tuning one there are a lot of videos how to tune an engine but they're all someone tuning an engine there's no there's no more context like even when i watch it 
I'm, I'm trying just to watch this. Okay, I don't know what's going on. Let's watch this. It confuses even me. So what I'm going to try and do is make more sort of in-depth videos which explains explain more of the how and what and why. You know, a bit deeper level of understanding of what's going on. And then also not just the very basic thing, but go a bit further in, in, uh, on whatever subject it is. So that not just the beginner would like the video, but someone who's already been racing for a long time can watch that and, and they can learn something too. Or maybe they watch it and they think of something that can help them in their racing. So something that can be helpful for all of us, even the experienced guys. So, yeah. cool. I must say, your Dremel skills are off the chain, man. Super impressed <laughs> what you was able to do with your Dremel. And I don't want to, well, with that carb. And I can't wait to see what you're doing because um, I know, like, one thing I know about you is when you do things like this, you do it properly. And you go full, you like, I know it. So I'm excited to see what this is go what's going on. That's why it on. takes time because... yeah. No, if I commit to something, then I I do it properly. Like either I don't do it or I do it properly. Just like with the RCGP thing, it, David asked me many times to do some race or something, and I just said no, no, no. And then when I said okay, I'll, I'll do it, but only under this condition. And there's this massive project, you know. So yeah, either do it properly or not at all. Cool. Uh, L Fids, what area of RC needs to grow? the most needs to grow the most and in what sense from a business aspect or community do you think races are low in attendance or there could be more what's your definition of growth in rc who wants to go first on that one you you talked about it today toby growth in rc in your blog so i'll let right. you go on that one first um, I, th I mean, I, you know, I talk a lot about some of my blogs about club racing, you know, and, um, I mean, I think that's where the, the growth should be. We don't need any more big races. And I think that's really does much for the hobby. Um, it's, it's, it's the club racing that is where the growth should be, you know, the having fun, the, the, uh, racing your peers, the, the bragging rights, you know, um, that's what I think needs to, uh, the biggest area, you know, and has probably has probably has the most impact from a business standpoint in terms of, you know, selling product, you know, do you think we need to stop fooling ourselves and saying entries instead of participants to, to boost, to boost our egos and boost it like we're doing fine? Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I mean, um, having all these Brazilian classes, just, you know, sure, you get seven, 800 entries, but that's, uh, I prefer to see, you know, more people, less entries, you know, definitely. Uh, well, how about you, Joseph? Go ahead. I know this is one of your favorite subjects. Let's, uh, let me get a, let me get comfortable first. Hold on. <laughs> I don't have that much to say. No, I agree. I think the big race is like DNC or, PMB or Worlds or something like that, they aren't indicative at all 
of how well the industry is doing. You could have all the biggest races for, but a low amount of races overall and no local club races and hobby shops dying and tracks closing. You can have all of that and still have the big races do well. So that's not an indication of how the hobby is doing. So yeah, I think local racing, regional racing, weekly club racing, that's what needs to grow. That's where that focus should be for many of the manufacturers too. They should put an emphasis on that. They should have their team guys and and instead of just focusing on having them go to these big travel races, they should have a program for regional reps going to club races and their local races and supporting the customers there. Sort of highlight that side more. But I think more than the manufacturers or or uh, the, the brands in RC changing something, I think what needs to change is the race, the race format and, and these sort of uh, professional race organizers. Because where before we had a club race that was just sort of fun, like, you know, one day event, $15, $20. Now they try and make it a big event. Like this is a big race now. It's part of this series and it's going to cost $40 or $30. But it's the same thing. There's nothing extra for the drivers. They still get the same two qualifiers in the main. They still get the dumb plaque that no one does anything with. Uh, they just make more money doing it and attract more people to the race because they say that it's this big race. So there's so then every weekend, instead of having these local club races that could go on at all the different tracks in a region, they're trying to organize these big big races that are just the normal club race they just charge more money it frustrates me to no end there's no added benefit to the racer so that's one problem like might as well just run club races it would be much better for everyone except that professional race organizer who wants to make money so that's one thing also and then also the racing format it's too boring seriously the problem we have is People do come in, but they leave very quickly because only, only crazy people stay. You have to really be crazy about RC or just insane in some way to decide to spend all day at the track and drive for 12 minutes. Half of that, you know, you know, it just doesn't make any sense to normal people. Like, what the fuck? Like, why do I, why am I sitting in this field all day and driving this little, having this small amount of fun? It's just, it's not good. Yeah. We need to change that, how we race, the format. <clears throat> I agree. It needs to be more exciting, more fun, more fast paced. We've covered that in podcasts also. Ideas how to do that. Ideas how to do it so... These people who are running these races, who are, it's yes, I understand. It's it needs to make money for them too. We can't rely on volunteers. That's a problem in, for example, Finland, where we don't have races because we don't have race organizers. So I understand that the people who organize the races need to make money, but there can be ways. There can be ways of doing it which is a win-win. They can make money, maybe even more money, and then the races themselves can enjoy themselves more also. 
for example, staggering the classes. You have a bunch of people race in the morning, bunch of people day, bunch of people evening. If you want, you can race all day long. Maybe truggies first, e-buggy then, and then nitro buggy, or maybe sportsman classes first, then intermediate, then pro or something. There's, there are different ways you could stagger the day so that if someone only wants to run pro nitro buggy or sportsman nitro buggy, for example, they can do so in a six hour window and be done. Or if someone wants to spend all day there, they can race all their different cars and different classes and spend all day all day there. So there are ways of doing this, but no one no one wants to put in any extra effort to make it happen. Well, it all comes down to money at the end no, of the day. No, 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 listen, listen, listen. This way you can make more money. The organizer could make more money. Well, well, they don't understand that. But the, all they see is we need big entries and we need to have as many as we can so we can make money. And it's nothing wrong with making money. But I think we, I, I agree with, I agree with Adam Drake. I agree with Rhonda. I agree with him when they say we need to go back to club racing. What you guys are saying is absolutely right. That's where you learn. That's where you learn your craft at the club, at club race level. That's where you have time to, to take time and learn things and try different things and have fun with your friends. But it's hard to club race when every month or every, twice a month there's a big race that everybody quote wants unquote, to go to big race yes quote unquote big race that buggy everybody land, wants to go best to best example buggy land uh, dirt nitro challenge what what was it buggy land buggy dirt something yeah I, but the one that you went that we talked about. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're Biggest baby carrots scam in the industry oh god yeah seriously oh lord anyway I let, think... me let me just explain if keenan can understand this then i know everyone can understand this how can Jimmy Babcock, JBRL, how can he make more money and make it better for the races? He can do it by staggering the classes in three slots, morning, daytime, nighttime, or evening. Why would that make him more money? Because right now, everyone has to spend all day at the track. I know from being in California over the years, speaking with a lot of people there, there are people who don't go to a JBRL because it takes too long, too much time. They don't want to do it or they can't do it because they have to be somewhere at night or whatever. So the fact that it's so long eliminates some people. That means if it was staggered, they could do it. They could go race in the morning or they could go race daytime. Uh, also, there are those people who think maybe think that it's they would race more classes, but they choose to race less because it's too hectic. Well, if they are staggered so that you just race your nitro buggy here and then e buggy and then truggy, maybe they would join more of the classes because they can spend all day there. So why not race another class? But I don't see a way where if that was the case, where some of the people who now go there would choose not to go. Why would someone who races a JBRL now decide not to go if they still get the same track time? It's just within a shorter time frame. It makes no sense. So that the people currently going would still go. In addition, people who think the day is too long and don't want to go or people who have other things to do and can't spend that long at the track but still would like to race, they'll go. And some people may race more classes. 
So, I mean, it's a no-brainer. At least tr give it a try. Yeah, I think that can work as well. I fully understand what you're saying. So, there you go. Is it going to happen? No. No. It makes too much sense. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Salty Joe? What's up, Cody Taylor? Ian Fortier. Any update on the Novorossi factory? What's going on with Novorossi? Joseph, have you heard anything? No. I have heard nothing as well. How about you, Toby? I, nothing about Novorossi. Seen a lot of Novorossi's being sold really cheaply online. That's all I know. I see that Alessi's still doing. Isn't Alessi doing another engine line as well? No. He's doing it with OS now. Yeah. So if he's not doing Novorossi's now, then maybe the writing is on the wall. We shall see. <clears throat> Chris Trudeau. What's, I, thank you. I got your name right. I want to say Trudeau, but Trudeau. We all know Joseph picks fights with everyone and that no one is safe from the current, from the current lineup of races. Is there a nicest guy in RC or anyone he doesn't have beef with? Keenan, in your opinion, who is the nicest guy in RC? Joseph, is there anyone you don't have beef with? I think I don't have beef with most people, really. Oh, gosh. Okay, they who... Beef. They have beef with me. <laughs> uh, a nice guy. Someone that I never had any issues with. I don't know. Should I look at the top 25 list? Every single person on that list? In my opinion... Let's, let's look at it. Let's, oh, what Lord, is it? have mercy. Top 25 RC. I'll go through it. Let's go through it together. Oh, gosh. Okay. Here we go. Here we, oh, here we go. Okay, Jared Tebow. How do I do this? It's, this is weird. I think the best thing we should figure out, if you was hanging off a cliff, who would stamp on your fingers and watch no, you let's, fall? Let's go. He asked a question. I'm going to answer his question. Jared Tebow. Uh, he took... He took me out super bad at Neo as a retaliation because he thought I took him out intentionally, but I didn't. I tangled with Bloomfield. My car shot to the side, hit Tebow. Tebow flew onto the straight. Then later on in the race, I, the, this was the year at Neo with a huge berm at the end of the straight. I go in the berm. He just went straight. He didn't even turn. Just straight hit me. It flew off the track. Then he was super mad, all up in my face after the race. I just said, did Jesus make you do it? Something like that. I don't know. Then he shut up. And then later on, he came in back in the pits and was all mad. And, you know, every time I just thought of something smart to tell him. So, um, yeah, we had some issues. We had some other issues, too. No need to get into those. So, yeah, Tebow. Nope, that's not the answer. Oh, second guy already. Ongaro. Never had any issue. So, there we go. Oh no, he's one. You want to fuck? Ah, David. I don't think I've ever had any issue with David. And unlike Ongaro, with Ronne Falk, we've raced a lot and uh, we talk, we socialize, we know each other, you know? But I've never had an issue with him. So yeah, there's one. Testman. Never had an issue with Ty. Plenty of issues with Gord. So, if, <laughs> just last time I was in America, 
OCRC, huge conversation about politics with Gordon. I don't know. He brought it up. I can't remember what it was. Oh, something about he he. Gord told a JQ driver once, "Why do you run a JQ? Do you hate America?" Gord said that to a JQ driver. So I brought that up to him, and then we had a huge argument at OCRC. Mayfield, well, we all saw the world's banquet. So yeah, Mayfield, we've had some issues. Kanas, well. Yeah, of course, we've had issues. He's the biggest hack in RC at the moment. Uh, Berton, no issues with Ricardo Berton. Boots, yep. Uh, did you see my last Facebook Live where I answered the question, do I think Elliot Boots is racist? So yeah, we've had some issues with Boots. Rivkin. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Rivkin. Uh... I'm not quite sure. I don't think so, but somehow, no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Savoya, multiple issues. For example, once in, in, uh, this is a long time ago, six, seven years ago, maybe euros. We were staying in the same hotel and uh, all the Finnish guys were having like vodka shots and stuff. <laughs> we were having shots in the restaurant and then. I remember Mejubi was there also, and then we were going out back to the room and Savoya was there, Martin Baia, Mejubi, and I don't know what we were talking about. Then Savoya just said that Mejubi doesn't like his boss, like Mejubi doesn't like me. And I don't know, we argued about that a bit. Then, then what happened was they, later on they were in their room, Martin Baia and Savoya, and I went there and said something dumb again, no, no doubt. So, that, so Martin Bayer was just like, just leave, okay? And so he closed the door, but this, no joke, he closed the door on my shoe so that my shoe got stuck in, in the door. So then I was still knocking on the door like, hey, dude, my shoe is shoe stuck here. And so he thought I, I was just still like picking a fight or something. So then he came out, he was super mad. So then uh, he, I remember he strangled me, like he grabbed me by, by the neck and he was going to start to fight me and then... Oh man, then his mechanic came out. It was nuts. Ari and Arto were there too. This could have been an epic uh, brawl. Finland versus so yeah, France. I had some issues with Savoya and uh, Martin Bayer. Uh, who else? Bornhorst. Yeah, plenty of issues. Bornhorst just, he, I don't know. Why did Bornhorst get mad? Oh yeah, that was, it was the podcast when I called him Average Joe. We were friends un until that moment. And then in the race, I was also beating him, which he didn't like. So then since then, he's not liked me. Before that, we were friends. Fend never had an issue. Uh, is that enough? Can we stop yes, now? that's enough. <laughs> so yeah, maybe 50-50. All right. I think the night, honestly, the nicest guy in RC is, is everybody's going to say the same thing. Is Ryan Lutz, man. No, he's not. Yes, he is. I used to think that. I used to think oh, that, but no. He's too far gone, geez. man. Not, nice, not, nice, nice. No, no, it doesn't go that way. Like when you're too far gone, it's just no. Because it's <clears> no. I think Ryan Lutz I, is the Ronne nicest Falk guy in RC. Ronald Falk is nicer than Lutz. I like Ronald Falk too. <clears throat> uh, I can, I, but I think the nicest guy, honestly, still is Lutz. Like I got to sit off with him, DNC, and chat with him. And he was busy and he was having a bad day and we was just talking about. You know, lots of things. Nothing to do with RC. But it was a good chat. It's like JQ's judging him based on what's going on in his head at this point. 
I think outwardly as a person, he's probably one of the nicest guys. Yeah. I, but I, I count being genuine and sort of um, rational in at least to sort of a certain extent that that's part of being nice, I think. Being nice because you think that that's how you should you should be somehow like in, who are you to twi- judge twisted, somebody that though? Up in in some way like that it's not the same thing as just being nice you know oh gosh shut up do you see what I mean <laughs> shut up <laughs> let's be honest I don't know I don't know I don't know about that you I just mean, don't you're not into religion it, let's put it this way let's put it this way if you are nice only because you think that if you if you don't do something like this you'll be punished then that's not as cool as if you are just nice because you're nice maybe he's just nice because that's his personality you jackass yeah. unlike you he wants yeah, to convey himself cool. he wants to convey himself as a certain type you know he wants to come off as a certain type of person there are so and, many examples of the most extreme uh oh lord when, and we're not going into that right now so shut up yeah but i'm just saying i'm just saying Hey. He has that psycho smile also. Did you see that? Blog? Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> have you seen him smile naturally ever? Shut up. Shut up. Always fake smiles. I'm Poppy sorry, cock. I'm going to use my, my English saying. Mask off. I don't, I don't Shut up. You just can't. Next. You just can't Next. help. You just don't think that somebody can Mask be nice because you have to be an asshole all the time. No, I just said when people are just nice, that's better than when it's like this. Oh, shut up. Next question. Yeah, there we go. Um, Adam Reevy, why not just have smaller races participate, participate it, make max it out of 50 or 60 racers? Yeah, we can do that if they pay because it more. Make money. Right, but if unless you pay more. Corey Jordan, should we have more cash payout races? I think so. Yes, it's going to bring out some ugly. It's going to bring it to make it's going to make people fight, but they're doing it in, in drag racing. But see, drag racing is just one shot. You got one shot, it's done. That's it. You ain't got a 15 minute race where somebody can take you out and all that type Drag of stuff. Drag racing is a fact. Yeah. It's going to die. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Chase. Watch two years, there's no more drag racing. Chase Elrich. TA Club Race had over 80 entries this last weekend. It did look like a great race that weekend. SJ Chandler, Chandler, Mr. Hearts Racing RC track himself. Hey guys, let's put this up here. Hey guys, why is it why is it within the UK we can't get existing racers to choose the JQ buggy for the next season? We seem to be only selling kits to the new racers and unable to sell kits to seasoned racers. What's the deal here? How can we get existing racers to buy a JQ? You need you need someone good in the UK to drive it. So yeah. you see that it, it's actually good. That's the biggest oh. reason, really. Well, and uh, um, maybe has something to do with. No, because uh-huh. there's no serpents either. No fucking carnage. Yes, there is. There's more. Serpents. Yes, because Tony Avoca's got the serpents going there. So. Oh, yeah. Well, UK. Yeah. There you go. So there's someone there who knows what they're doing, and they probably got someone decent driving. But I actually haven't seen any serpents over there. Are they really? Scott will know. Yeah. I think Scott's doing a great job over there organizing. The UK, we just need somebody. It could have been Brad, but you know, he he went if, to associate it. But we, if, if it, you think if you think for a second that no one would buy a JQ in the UK if if uh, Boots was running it, for example, or, well, he's in Italy now. Who's who's in the UK like constantly racing there and winning and Skidmore, Jones, um, 
Clancy. Craig. Craig. Yeah. Clancy isn't winning, is he? Yeah, but he's but still... one of those guys... Yeah. Like, was out there winning, waxing everybody. Yeah, people would buy it. That's how it works. All right, we got a long one here. Sorry. I'm going to hide that. What about if a third-party organization like Roar or something designated just a couple classes as race classes, and that's what local tracks abide by? For example, 8th Buggy, 10th Two-Wheel Drive, and Four-Wheel Drive, each one of these classes would have a breakdown of sportsman, intermediate, expert. But if you want to race at a race, if you want to race at a local track, you had to run one of these classes, and oh, hold on, sorry, and that's it. Anything else would be novel. Less classes, more track track time. Hobby shops know what to stock. Newbies know what to get. I don't know what to say about that. That was a long question. That's that's over my payroll right there. My pay grade. Joseph, can you read the question? I can't read the question. You read it, but you yeah, can read I it don't now. I think that's a solution. Yeah, but even he mentioned three skid level classes. That's too much. You only need two. Pros and Joes. That's it. Don't need Shelby, more. There's no reason. Shelby Parker, what's up, Shelby? Good job at the Cheyenne Showdown. Clubs need to have a legitimate, a legit pro payout class. Every form of racing has a money class for experts at local level. LRC clubs, local RC clubs with 2.5 with 2.5 minute quals, which puts you into your main group. Okay, once two and a half minute qualifiers to put you into your main group. Then each group races three six minute mains for an overall result. The only bum part is short nitro mains. Also, it's it a it's a fun friendly format. That aids in needing pit people and marshals. Yeah, that could maybe. I I mean, I love longer nitro mains, but if you don't have enough people at a club race to have a pit person and marshal, then maybe the shorter non pit mains are the answer. Um, let's see, let's see. Lefty, tell JQ give me his hockey mask. Aaron J. Helliger. Uh, when are we doing calling? Call-ins are going on now, Austin. Nobody has called in, so I'm probably going to turn it off here in a minute because it just cost me money, and we're going to wrap this up here soon. Anyway, who is next for JQ to piss off? I don't know. JQ isn't on Facebook, so he isn't pissing off anybody. Well, he did piss off Savoya today. He's working on it on Instagram. Yeah, there we go. He's he's always trying to Not step very it up. active on Instagram, so... It's not the same though. You don't get the uh, the reaction that you want. Cody Taylor, you see cars. Here we go. We can put this up. We see cars starting to go back to Universal. Do you think everyone will be back on them soon? Well, I've always been on Universals. I don't know who's going back on Universals now. He's a he's an X-ray driver, so <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know, dude. Who's yeah, going on them, Cody? Stock they needed to get rid of. All right. AJ Hellinger. Fuck JQ. He can't even respond. <laughs> he asked you what? for your hockey mask. Well, give me money. Just asking for free stuff. <laughs> there you go. You think I'm a fucking socialist? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. We have one call. Trump, and it's, MAGA 2020. It's Austin 
Austin Snyder. Let's go. We got to talk to Austin. We only got one call. Don't, what's up? What's up, man? How you doing? What are you doing? I'm actually headed to uh, BCRC to go run some uh, indoor tennis field tonight. Oh, it is Wednesday. So, yeah, yeah. Is Sumter ready yeah. for the weekend? Yeah, we are. We got Ryan Lutz uh, flying in on Friday. Got the arrangements for where he's going to be staying. Um, one of our track crews is going to go pick him up on Friday. And then running the USRC race on Saturday. And then I'm going and running indoor on road on Sunday. Where are you so going to run on road? Busy racing. So the city RC in Columbia. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, so what class? To Beach RC. Shut, shut up, JQ. I'm not talking to you. Listen, <laughs> I need you to do, a, do me a favor. So go to Beach RC and then give Brent double middle fingers from me. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. I don't have any plans on doing it. I don't really follow what JQ says half the time. Shit, his, his setups for his own car don't even work, so. Oh, does this guy have a JQ car? He had one. He went. He went back. He went to techno. Yeah, him, techno. Jeez, that explains everything. <laughs> now, so what's the what's the call, what are you gonna race this tonight, uh, Joker? Just a mod four wheel drive. I've got the B seventy four. This guy shouldn't be running a mod. JQ says she shouldn't be running mod, uh, Joker. What, you want me to run stock so I can suck somebody's fucking dick off? Like, no, he definitely <laughs> should run stock by the sound of things. Why do I need and to I run know stock? it's a favorite pastime. That second thing you mentioned was a favorite pastime of techno drivers, but... Oh, my gosh. Oh, Jesus. Well, there goes that. Joker. These guys. Him... These guys. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm going to mute you right now. Yeah. You hey. mute. <laughs> Joker, what's the... Oh, where, what's where the These Halt. guys. Shut up, Joseph. Hey, this is special for the caller. I'm going to mute you right now. Mute. There we go. Mute. Joker, what's the what's, what's things up? looking like for Sumter this weekend? Think you guys can get a good turnout? Oh, yeah. Um, good. There was a slight confliction with uh, the Southern Off-Road Series. Um, they got rained out last weekend mm. um, and they rescheduled for this weekend, which normally not a big deal if there's another track running on the same day. Um, but they're racing on a track that we have a partnership with, which is Augusta RC in Augusta, Georgia. It's only about an hour and a half from our track. So it's a slight confliction issue. Um, a couple of our guys are going to are probably going to go to SOS because they're in the running for the overall series. Um, whereas a lot of their guys are probably going to, that aren't in the running for a, any sort of good finish in the overall are going to come up to Thunder just to run with blood. So, sweet. Um, we're looking at getting burnout, but our you know our club races bring in eighty to one hundred twenty entries. Um, so our big races and our out of town races they bring in. It's uh, a good thing you ain't watching this because JQ would be you would you would be telling him off right now. That's good, man. Um, unfortunately, you're on top of a race, but um, 
it's hard right now because lots of rain delays and stuff like that. So I hope you guys have a good race. Um, Lutz has fun. Um, and yeah, you know, I want him to, uh, I want him to get back in the groove and, and do good things here. That's my hope. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the confliction with the racing schedule, because the guy, both guys who run it actually, um, I know them both pretty well. Um, I did the, uh, the head guy, um, at, at quite a few races. Um, you know, we, and we, we talked about it and we know that there's going to be some times where it's inevitable. And I did look at this one as something that could have been avoided. The scheduling on top of could have been avoided, whether it was looking at other schedules or paying attention before, um, rescheduling. But I had a conversation with both of them on um, this, no hard films between us because it's bound to happen. Um, so they're going to run their race. We're going to run ours and we're going to, Hope for the best with both of them. Um, so. Hey, Joker. What? You know yeah. what Jerry Walter says? He says, first time I've ever agreed with JQ, this guy shouldn't be running mod. He's the reason there's a shortage of A-arms. You know, he's from, Jerry's a local racer, right? I don't know who Jerry is. Oh, okay. I thought he knew you. But um, you have fun at Beach RC. Tell Brent and Lucas I said what's up. Good luck this weekend at uh, Sumter. I'll be following it. And um, I actually have another call right. in, and he's calling from Sweden, so it's long distance. <laughs> All right, man. Well, best of luck. Hope to see you at the track again, too. All right, man. Thank you for calling in, Joker. Talk to you later. All right. Man. Bye-bye. Joseph, you're so rude, man. Why are you so rude? That guy deserves it. Joker's all right. It's my friend. Oh, man, I got something in my Definitely eye. They shouldn't be running more. I mean, I could tell. See, that guy agreed, and I don't even know who the hell that guy was. I could just tell. Clearly, Let's... he doesn't know how to build a car. He goes from JQ to Techno. I mean, that's all you need to know. What's up, Mr. Pixit Racing? How you doing? Hey, what's up? Joseph, stop making noise. I'm fucking, I'm over this. Oh. It's Connie. What's up, Connie? How you doing? I'm I'm doing great. I had to call in since uh, for once it's Swedish friendly times for the call-ins. Do you hear Joseph being so disrespectful? He's wrenching on his engine while he's doing this and picking up everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what what's new anyway? Must be just Finnish so people. Have you? <laughs> so I was planning to to listen to the call-ins, uh, but uh, I ended up watching some uh, HBO show with my wife. So. Have you answered my my question that I put up on? No, I didn't because ID I actually account. I have to answer ask yours and and JQ. Which question was this? The um the inst on the Instagram account? The, luck the luckiest guy. Well, the, we the did that on the podcast. Driver? We did that on the podcast today. Oh, oh, you already done that. Yes. Okay, so I'll have to wait for the podcast then, I guess. Well, it's up. I put it up this morning. Oh, you put it up. Yeah. We're okay. We're going back uh, to like well, Wednesday. Wednesday releases. How's things in okay, Sweden, great. Connie? It's uh, well, it's 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 rainy, so we we had a couple of really great weeks, and now it's back to shitty Swedish weather again. There you go. Unfortunate, <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah. And don't worry, yeah. I'm gonna get Chris Heagle so, on here I'm for you. To, oh yeah, definitely. I'm I'm going to uh, a race next weekend. Uh, I, I guess it's the last. The large scale race for the season. Uh, 
it's a it's a pr- pretty fun race because uh, there's two tracks in Sweden that are pretty close to each other. So we will do the qualifiers on one track on Saturday, and then we will run the the, the main uh, on another track on on Sunday. Uh, so that's a pretty cool uh, thing, and they are both very different. One on Astro and one on, on Clay, so you will have a pretty different setups on your cars. Uh, so looking forward to that. Sweet, um, all fifth scale stuff. Yeah. Right? Are you? What are you gonna rush? Oh yeah, with? of course. I don't drive it. Yeah. Well, I actually have an e buggy, but uh, that's just for you know uh, playing around in winter time. Uh, but uh, so, so when are you getting yours, um, your truck? I don't know. I got to try and work out something with Chris Eager. I don't know. Do some promotion <laughs> for him. Uh, fifth scale is expensive. So, yeah, of course. You know, but we'll see. Well, uh, actually, I, I discussed that with some of my, my eight scale friends and, and we started comparing. And I mean, uh, they, I guess they are more uh, expensive when you buy them. But then after, you know, tires and stuff are not uh, i mean you, you run on the same tires the whole season mm. um it's uh so w- when you add it up it's actually not that different uh, i would say actually argue for for fifth being cheaper than than eighth scale um so especially when you factor in tires for sure, uh, for sure yeah definitely and then we run for like um 35 minutes on on one tank which is pretty cool so we can run really long uh, mains without having any pit stops uh, which is cool sweet so that's a little that's bit cool. different as well yeah um yeah so i like i like your new uh the podcast studio you like great it? with all of the cars behind you and, yeah and my toys good thank you joseph's studio looks nice too. yeah but that yeah yeah so, you know with the guitars do you ever play those guitars joseph just there for your lips yeah mute it your mic is mute, muted, Joseph. No one can hear you. Your mic is muted. Oh, I do play them, yeah. But this isn't the studio shot. You'll see when I release the YouTube video, and you'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So, what kind of uh, music do you play on them? Like rock or? Green Day. <laughs> so, are you gonna do actually, Green Day? Oh yeah. Jimi Hendrix song. Hey, you are know you what? Like the... Oh. You know what? Um. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no worries. I was just going to ask uh, Joseph if he he likes Lordy, the the Finnish hard rock band that that won the Eurovision like ten years ago. (laughs) The month. Massive fan. No. No. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Connie. I think you and Toby should uh, get to know each other. You, uh, you guys both like stats. Yeah, sure. We haven't. Oh yeah, we love stats. Yeah, that's for sure. So I think uh, you and him could have some <laughs> yeah, we, we, work together and have some great conversations <laughs> that I would not want to be involved in because it's completely <laughs> above my pay grade. But um, it'd be a great way to get viewers <laughs> off of this call. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, connect up with him. Yeah, I guess we have. Yeah, I guess we have some new, um, you know, stats stuff to to show later on. Yeah, should be good. That's for another call. For sure. For sure. Hey, I um, I did interview Paul Coleman, and uh, he's been getting into fifth scale. It'll probably be next week's podcast that he I put it out. So he's now going to be running uh, TLR okay. stuff, cool. and he's going to be working alongside with Chris. Okay, Eager cool. A little bit like helping him with setup, you know, oh. just and stuff. So it's going to be good. Paul likes yeah. that fifth scale stuff. So. That's that's great. 
And yeah. the well, Summer Sizzler. He made them. The Summer Sizzler, which is coming up Labor Day weekend, by the way. They're going to have a fifth scale class. Matt Olson's going to it, too. I think he's going to outrun the race. So it's going to be indoor. It's going to be good. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, indoor race? Yeah, it's an indoor eight scale race, but they're going to have fifth scale as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, Matt, Matt Olson is great. He's, he's putting out a lot of work to, to promote fifth scale. I think uh, if so, Joseph puts some time into fifth scale, he can be a world champ. But he can't be Pecco. So... <laughs> I think he can Mr. be Pecco. Froggy. Yeah. Pecco's yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Pe Pecco is good. Pecco is, is great in fifth scale. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a big race in, in Czech, uh, Czech Republic. Um, since they canceled the Euros, this is pretty much the, um, the, the, the best race this season. Uh, and Team Funder Elst won that. Um, but I, I couldn't really go down there since the whole kind of Corona situation. So, great. but it looked great. Yep. All right, Connie, I think we're going to wrap this up. Thank you for calling in. I know you always tell me to do these earlier. It's hard because not too many of the European guys calling in, but I appreciate you calling in. And um, I look forward to what you have in store for everybody here soon. And uh, yes, I will get a sure. fifth scale here. Trust me at one point. Sure. Good. Okay. All right, Connie. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. I won't. Have a good night. Bye. Bye-bye. We, <laughs> we actually have one more call from Los Angeles. I have no idea who it is. Jay Smoker. It's not. It might be Jay. Let's see. Hello. Hello. Oh, they, they hung up. Oh. Let's see. I'm going to call them back. Thank you for calling Auto Warranty Services. Oh, no. To opt out from our calling list, please press one. <laughs> um, actually, I've been Auto having these warranty. people. I don't know, but they've been calling, offering jobs to this number for the longest while. So, who knows? I'm trying to look. Joe Zaire had a question, and it was about the F E E L setting on the Sanmar Radio, Joseph. You know anything about that? Yeah. You mean feel in English feel. language? Yes, feel. <laughs> like, ah. Is it just in your blood to be an asshole? Like yeah. mirror, mirror on the wall. How much of an asshole can I be today? Who's the yeah, biggest? You got a good solid one and a half hours out of me. Okay, I'm on to different things now. All right, well, answer the question. <laughs> Ask, answer the question about the feel. And what that's about it. feel? Is that? Hey, ask Joseph about the feel on the radio. Okay. What kind of question is that? A question well, without a question. Here we go. Hold on. I found it. Here we go. With the feeling set, and does JQ also adjust the throttle side of it? Also, how much does he turn the expo and steer turn down the expo and steering speed? They have different the feel is for both separate. I thought it was just one thing. But I always turn the feel down. I think it's like from five in one direction to five in the other i put it to the zero thing so i slow it down yes what does this do i don't i don't even know what this I is think it's the, like the responsiveness of the radio like of the the communication between the receiver and the radio how fast how quick that is oh okay so the yeah, field setting I, I i turn it down 
Well, I think that's it. Elfid said we need a full race format from JQ and run it like a Reedy race. Oh, we do have something like that. It's called no, not not Reedy race. That's not a good race format either. Let's you practice. love it. Yeah, but not for every race. Let's Ste practice more heads up qualifying. Steve Charles. Yeah. What's up, Steve Charles? From Alice. Uh, <laughs> from Scott. Scott Walker. What's up, Scott? Hiya. From Alice. When are you coming to the U UK? Apparently, I need to race Keenan. What? I don't think you want to race me, Alice. I can I can wheel, you know, somewhat. Just has been a long time since I've done it. You don't want none of this smoke, Alice. I would like to come to the UK though. Gotta get back there. All right, all right. He's going into hammering. Let's get out of her. Uh Toby, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for your coverage. Thank you to everybody that tuned in to this podcast. Uh I'm gonna mute JQ until he says something. Oh, no, I, he always says something funny. Uh, thank you to everybody. What's y'all's favorite drink? Uh, when I'm drinking, I like to drink um, Modelo's or... No Modelo's anymore. You gave up alcohol. I know. I said when I drink, I like to drink. the. I haven't given up alcohol. I'm just not drinking right now. I'm not saying I'm ever going to not drink again. But... Um, uh, You're going to drink once your wife stresses you out. Uh, and that I was... stress you out at the same time. That's too much stress for you. Uh, that was last week. Um... And everybody yeah, I was didn't trying. I didn't add to your stress last week. Thank God for that. You did in a bit. Look, Toby's got to go. We got to let Toby go. Um, Chris Chardu has another question. If J Okay, all right. One more question. Chris Trudeau, if Jakey hosts his own version of the Mugen Challenge, would he run it like the Kyosha Challenge and only allow his cars? They actually wouldn't let you run that race. Remember, Joseph? I bought the Kyosha and they wouldn't let me race. I'm not a customer. I said, yes, I am. I bought bought your stupid car. <laughs> and then they still wouldn't let me race. You're a manufacturer. Sorry. Keep your fucking race. Uh, so how would no, you run it? No, because we'd be like seven guys there. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. But uh, yeah, if, if I had a super popular brand i would do that like kyosha yeah only for them Check and that. make it special i wouldn't run it like a normal race i'd do something special you know yeah i think so sweet That'd be cool all right well thank you what's up will hello from canada will shell thank you everyone for tuning in thank you for the questions we're going to probably do this once a month with jq uh you can see his really? attention his attention yeah, span maybe. has has gone completely thank you to toby thank you to all the awesome companies that uh support us Thank you to the NNRC squad. Without you guys, none of this is possible. Okay. Thank you to Have the Patreon. Have you guys ever seen this before? Yes. Yes. Boom. I have one, I have one like that. Three weeks ago. I never, I've never done this before. What engine? OS. So this was the engine I did the race with. This was really good. A good engine and everything. But you know what I did? I was testing... For the video that I'm about to do, I was testing the middle, the mid-range needle, and I tried. Okay, so how far can I go? Like, what happens? <laughs> so, yep, that was the mid, mid-range needle on the OS, 0.4 mil in. Don't do that, mm -hmm. folks. 
the mid-range is lean and it's seized. Not even on the straight or anything, like midfield, infield section, seized. Really? I could literally hear it too. I knew what happened. I'm like, fuck it, seized. Was it like in, in Bolivia? <laughs> that was so funny. Maybe I can't remember that one. We just looked but at each that, other like, Conrad oh is shit. Still okay. It's just the piston. Is that, is that on the exhaust side of the piston? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Well, leave it to JQ. He'll bust it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to our patrons on Patreon. Please go check us out if you want to support the podcast there. Thank you. Thank you to the companies that uh, make this happen. Especially shout out to Techno RC for bringing the the uh, hotline to us. Shout out to Beach RC, RCMX. Yeah, shout out to Techno, but not to their driver that called in. That guy. <laughs> you know not what, man? Guy. I'm gonna mute you right now. Here we go. Muted. Shout out to Techno RC for sponsoring this part of the podcast. RCMX Online, Beach RC, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, Manscape.com. Uh, JQ Racing, Rob's Oil for all your Amazon products, what, uh, Wally Builds, JQ Threads, and of course, shout out to Connor Ehlers from Duluth Cranes. Thank you for all the support. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, I'll unmute Joseph because I know he has something rude to say. Thank you, Toby. Say goodbye to everybody before we, go, we get out of here. Thanks for having me, Keenan. And uh, yeah, appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Joseph, for your time. Do you have anything to say before we leave? Or are you just going to oh, rudely interrupt me? Thank you so very much. I really appreciate this opportunity to be on here. <laughs> thank you, Toby. Good Yo, why awesome. are you so rude, man? Why are you so freaking rude? <laughs> I just turned over a new leaf. Now I'm, now I'm nice. Yeah, I'm sorry, whatever. you're really <laughs> the best guy in RC. You're super nice. And your smile isn't psychopathic at all. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> shut up. Shut up, you fool. Uh, remember, <clears throat> Nitro is the glory. E-buggy pays the bills. If you ain't grinding, you're sliding. And hard work beats talent. When talent don't work hard. One love. Lefty. You're to be talented, though. <laughs> I'll kill this guy. Lefty out. Thank you for listening to the No Name Art Podcast. We greatly appreciate all the support and love from you, the listeners. Without all of you, none of this is possible. Special thanks to our patrons on Patreon. If you wish to support the podcast further, you can at patreon.com forward slash NNRC podcast. As a patron, you will receive early releases, special content, and patron-only giveaways. Also, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and our website, www.nnrcpodcast.com. Remember, Nitro is the glory, but e-buggy pays the bills. If you aren't having fun, it doesn't make sense. And if you ain't grinding, you're sliding lefty out. Nitro is the glory, Nitro is the glory, Nitro is the glory.
Peace out.